You're listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan, marketing, branding, and building an online community to help you grow your business as a healthcare professional. Featured on the Emmy Award-winning daytime talk show, The Doctors, and America's business magazine, Forbes, Dr. Yazdan gives you insight on how she's cracked the code to social media and how to use it as a way to make your business more profitable. And now, Dr. Yazdan. Hello, hello. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to be talking about how you can make a lot of money even when you don't feel good. I think it's a common misconception that many people have that they have to feel good in order to make a lot of money in their business. And that's actually just not true. They think that they have to ignore whatever they think or whatever is going on internally or personally in order to make a lot of money in their business. And again, it's just not true. I see this happen quite a bit with my coaching clients. So I just wanted to say, something about this and talk about this on this episode. So you would always have a resource to come to when you aren't feeling your best. Many of my clients tell me that on the days when they feel really good and they're really well rested and they're totally in their zone, they're able to create a lot of money in their business. And on the days when they feel tired or something had happened that morning or the night before personally, and they aren't in the best mood and they don't want to talk a lot they don't have a lot of energy to sell their treatments. They just kind of glaze over everything. Or if a patient says no to something or they don't really understand something, they just are like not in the mental space to explain things thoroughly. And they're just like, oh, we'll just talk about it next time, right? Or I'll bring it up another time. You don't actually need to have a lot of energy to make your practice profitable. You don't have to have a lot of energy and be really excited to create content for social media. Actually, my Grow the Gram program teaches you how to create content so even when you don't feel good and you don't have energy, you can show up easily and get patients in your practice. I want to remind you, this is something I've talked about before, but life is 50-50. So meaning 50% of the time, you will feel great and you will have a lot of energy. You'll be in a good mood. And 50% of the time, you're going to feel terrible. So if we accept this as the truth, we don't want our business revenue to depend on us feeling good or having energy or being in a good mood for us to make a lot of money, right? We don't want to post on social media only when we feel good. We want the other 50% of the time when we don't feel at our best to also make our business very profitable, to be able to sell treatment in our office, to be able to convert patients on consults with ease, to be able to show up on social media, to continue building our compound effect that I talked about. We aren't robots. We have emotions. Things come up for us in our personal lives that need to be addressed. There are emotions that we're going to have to process, whatever they may be, stress, grief, anxiety, all of it. I've even had some coaching clients last year in 2021 get COVID. Their entire families had COVID and some of them were really worried about a particular family member and had to shut down their businesses. And then some of them, when they returned to work, they were still concerned about their family members and their children. And that's not something that you can just ignore. And I always think, well, if I'm in my place of work, I'm going to make it worth it, right? If I'm here, I don't want to just get by. I don't want to just make it through the day. I want my time there to be extremely efficient and effective and profitable because I want to look back and think, okay, I spent time away from my family and my loved ones, even in times when I feel like they maybe really needed me. And at least I want to make it worth it. 
On social media, I make it a point to show up even when I'm tired or when I'm not feeling good because I know the value of what social media has done for my business. I know how much freedom it has brought me. And if I depend on feeling good to create my content and feeling good to be consistent, then 50% of the time when I don't feel good and I don't have energy, I'm not going to show up. So I never want to rely on how I feel to create results in my business. You can kind of think of it like working out. I'll tell you more often than not, probably nine times out of 10, I have no desire to work out. I don't feel like working out, but I like what exercising does for me like in the immediate moment. And I like what it does for my life in the future. And so I want to continue to have that routine, even though I don't feel like it. So even when I don't feel like it, I still want to get the results of the workout, right? So I still show up for the workout. It's kind of the same thing. I don't want to rely on feeling good to exercise because that'll probably be once a month that I'm exercising if I'm relying on feeling good to exercise. So again, never rely on how you feel to create the results in your business. But I want to be clear that in no way am I saying to push your feelings down aside and just ignore them and just focus on work. I want to offer though, that no matter what you're dealing with and what you're feeling, if you're in the office, you don't have to have energy or feel your best in order to make and create a lot of money. And here's why. Patients don't buy from you having a lot of energy. They don't accept treatment plans because you're really excited about their treatment. Patients don't come to you from Instagram because you have so much energy and excitement and because you're really bubbly. They say yes to your treatment plans because of the value that you provide for them. They find you on Instagram and book a consult because of the value you provided for them, right? I did some podcast episodes on this. So if you haven't listened to them, make sure you go back and listen. Episode 76, where I talk about organic marketing, touches on that. Episode 101, where I talk about selling expensive things, touches on that and on selling with value. So I'm I'm sure there are a few more, but go back and listen to those. So if we shift our minds from thinking that we don't have to have energy to sell or post or whatever, and we shift our minds from thinking about how terrible we feel today, and instead we think about our patient's experience, you can really change the narrative of what's happening in your business. When I take myself, for example, when I go to my OBGYN appointments, if my doctor is having a bad day, that's okay. People have bad days. My doctor is amazing. She actually has a really bubbly personality. But if she walked in the room and her bubbly personality wasn't there and she was dealing with something, I would still want her to make sure she was giving me all of the information that I needed. If I had something going on, if something was wrong with my ultrasound or if something came back abnormal in my labs, I'd want to know about it. I actually depend on it as a patient, right? I depend on that information. One of the things that makes her an excellent doctor to me is how much she actually cares about her patients and the experiences she provides for me and the way she lays out my options and shows me what's next and how she informs me of all of my options. She doesn't have to be bubbly to do this. She can feel however she needs to feel, but she doesn't have to have a lot of energy to create this experience. So when I think of a patient who is in my chair, I want their appointment to be valuable, to be fruitful, to be informative for them. Whether they are here for a routine checkup and they have never had a cavity or whether they are here for a smile makeover, I want the value for these two patients to be the exact same. So I look at it as it's an opportunity for them to understand what's going on specifically for them and for them to be given all their options for treatment or to know that they have a clean bill of health or whatever it is. And when I start thinking about my patient and their experience and the experience I want them to have, 
and how I want to be in that moment with my patients, which is valuable, then it takes me out of thinking about myself and my lack of energy or whatever else I'm going through. I take it so seriously that the person in my chair, let's say a new patient, it may be their only experience at a dental office for the next five or 10 years. A lot of patients have dental anxiety. So if they're finally mustering up the courage after 10 years to come see a dentist and they choose me, I would only want their experience to be valuable for them. I take it so seriously that this literally may be the only opportunity they will give themselves to care for their oral health. And I want this appointment to be valuable for them. Or if I'm seeing a regular patient, meaning an existing patient, and they're getting a routine checkup, I want them to leave with so much value, with knowing what's going on with them, all of their treatment options, my recommendations for everything, and for them to have all the information they need to make the best decision for themselves. When you focus this much on how you want to show up for your patients, the money comes easy. There are plenty of days I don't feel my best. There are plenty of days I feel frustrated or tired or I have pain somewhere, but on those days... I get to show up and decide who I want to be in those moments and how I want my patients to experience me, to experience my office, right? I don't care if they think I'm a super happy doctor. I don't care if they feel my excitement or not. What I found to be most helpful on my tough days is to tap into feeling like I'm super valuable and that I have value to give. So this time last year, my husband was hospitalized for six days. The three days prior to that, I actually thought he was going to die. I had to think about my what my life would be like as a single mom raising our baby on my own. And I had to think of whether or not I would keep the same home we were in or if I'd have to sell it because now I'm a single mom with a single income household. I had to think about a lot of things. During that time, I decided that it was best for me not to go into work. But when I went back to work while my husband was still in the hospital being treated, it's because I wanted to take care of the patients that were moved off my schedule last minute. I wanted to do it. I didn't have to do it. I wanted to do it. There's a big difference. I wasn't bubbly. I wasn't excited to be there. I wasn't happy. I was worried about my husband, but I was strong enough on those days mentally to be able to be at work. In fact, the entire month of January, he was in and out of the hospital and it was very scary. I wasn't ready to sell every day. I wasn't in the mood. I wasn't in the mood to post online necessarily. I didn't push my feelings aside and run into work. I also didn't pretend to be happy or energetic or positive. I let myself be worried and scared. I let myself cry as much as I needed, not necessarily in front of my patients, but I'm a human. Many of my patients that were moved off my schedule knew that I was having an emergency with my husband. I let my office manager tell them that. So when they saw me, they would ask, and I didn't fake positivity. I wasn't like, oh, he's fine. He's going to be fine. I'd be honest and be like, well, I'm really afraid. I pray he's going to be okay. I think he's going to be okay. And I would move on from the topic. Many times I remember walking into my office, shedding a few tears and processing the emotion of sadness for a minute before I walked back into the room with the patient. But on those days and many other days when I've had a business, I just focused on being valuable. I focused on the value that I had to give. I focused on my ability to be valuable for my patients. I focused on doing my best work no matter what the circumstances were for me. Even when it came to my social platforms, I wasn't necessarily sharing details of my husband, but I focused on my ideal patient and speaking to them. I focused on showing up for that person, providing value for that person. The few minutes in the day where I felt okay, I take it as an opportunity to post on social media and show up. 
And I have to say here that especially with social media, it wasn't difficult to still show up during that time or any time for that matter, because I use the grow with the grand process to create my content in a way that's simple and it's done ahead of time. So I don't have to worry about it. So on the days when I don't feel good, I can still show up. I don't depend on my mood to post. And I also repurpose content to make it easier for myself when I feel it's necessary. So it's really important just not to depend on your mood all the time, right? Because if you depended on your mood, and I see a lot of healthcare professionals do this, they depend on their mood when they're feeling excited about what they're doing in their office or they have something exciting they want to talk about. They get inspired to post on social media, but really it's about the consistency. So you can't wait until you feel like you're in the mood or you're really excited about something to be posting. That's not going to work for you because what happens when that excitement runs out, right? Life is 50, 50. You're not going to be excited all of the time or happy all the time. or in the mood all the time, but if you're consistent, you will see the results, right? And I personally feel social media has done so much for my businesses, and I know hundreds of other healthcare professionals that I have helped do the same. And so the reward of constantly showing up and creating your content and making that a part of your routine is so, so, so good. And I also wanna tell you that last year during this time, while I was struggling in my personal life, my patients all had wonderful experiences. I sold so much treatment. My business was so profitable, even in January. And in February, because my husband's was kind of, he was in and out of the hospital all of January. So it kind of like trickled into February. I was fully booked all because I was thinking more about the patient's experience than my own energy or my own mood. So I want to offer that you can do the same. The next time you're feeling tired or overwhelmed, remember that life is 50-50. Remember that you don't need to have lots of energy to sell and to make your business profitable. Lead with value. Think about your patient and their experience. Show up in your business with giving value. Show up on social media to give value. Create money 100% of the time in your business with value, not 50% of the time with your energy. Okay, I want to say that one more time for you. Create money 100% of the time in your business with value, not 50% of the time with your energy. Now, if you want to take this work to the next level and you're ready to commit to creating money in your business 100% of the time with your value and not 50% of the time with your energy, then I want you to join me on my free masterclass where I will teach you the four secrets to making Instagram a dependable stream of high quality patients for you. You can sign up by going to dryasin.com slash masterclass, and I will also link it in the show notes for you. I'll talk to you next week. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan. Download your free Instagram guide for healthcare professionals at www.dryazdan.com forward slash Instagram guide. If you'd like to reach out to Dr. Yazdan, you can do so on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan. That's D-R-Y-A-Z-D-A-N. Till next time.